Hello, my name is Matthew Pfeiffer. Welcome to the Matt Pfeiffer Experience. Today, we're gonna to be talking about how to break up with people without ghosting and without being rude. There is a right and a wrong way to break up with people. And if you are on the dating scene, in particular, if you have left a toxic or narcissistically abused relationship and you've gotten back into the dating scene, sometimes when you are ready to break up with someone, it can be very difficult. We don't wanna disappoint them. We don't want to hurt them, and we certainly don't want to be the bad guy in other people's story, but sometimes it's necessary. So we're going to talk about how to do this in a more appropriate way, how to do this properly, how to do this without, uh, without ghosting and without being rude, because that's typically people's first response in particular when we have developed an avoidant attachment style. Looking forward to having this conversation with you, and let's get this started. Welcome back and we are talking about how to break up with people without ghosting and without being rude. Looking forward to having this conversation with you. It is very common for people to develop trust issues, to develop an avoidant attachment style once they've dealt with a, a toxic relationship, a narcissistically abusive relationship, or sometimes maybe the, just the relationship just has gone sideways, but uh, we don't want to be the bad guy in other people's story, maybe because of our own people-pleasing tendencies, because of our own codependent tendencies. And let's just be real, breaking up with people and disappointing people is difficult. And, and when you are in a situation where you're trying to avoid conflict, you might, do, you might do these type of things with good intentions, not realizing that it actually can be destructive for the other person on the other end. And what we have to realize is that sometimes that can create trauma for that other person. And if, we, if we're not mindful of that, we can actually be, guess what, the problem or guess what, the toxic person in someone else's situation because we're unaware of how that, of how that looks and how that is felt on the other end. Most of, most of us have experienced, if you've been in the dating scene, if you're around my age, if you're in your 30s or 40s, you've probably been ghosted before. So we understand how that feels, but we also oftentimes come up with a lot of different excuses and a lot of different stories and a lot of different reasons why it's okay for us to be the one who ghosts other people. And oftentimes we will, we will do that, we will engage in that type of behavior to do it first to try to prevent from ourselves from being hurt or being broken through that process as well. And so am I telling the people that you need to, to, to need to stay in a relationship that, that you don't like? Do I need, am I saying that you need to stay with someone or, uh, or to continue to date someone that you're not interested, not interested in? Absolutely not. I encourage people to be authentic, to be appropriate with people, to be very forthcoming with people. But before we get into how to do this properly, one of the things I, I want to address is ghosting. Ghosting, in my opinion, when we don't know, we don't oftentimes know when the appropriate time is to ghost. And guess what? Yeah, there is actually an appropriate time to ghost. Sometimes there is a situation where we do need to, to end things with no explanation, never talking to that person again. And so there is a time where ghosting is appropriate. When you feel like that person is going to be abusive, when safety is an issue, 
ghosting is the most appropriate thing to do in those type of situations. Today, though, we're talking about situations where you're just not interested. They're not a bad person. They're not a bad guy. They're not a bad woman. They, they, you're just not interested. They, you're not feeling the vibe. You're not romantically interested. Maybe they're, they're just, there's not the, the level of chemistry, the romantic chemistry that you're looking for, uh, that you're headed in two different directions. Maybe it's long distance and you just don't want to do it anymore. There's a lot of reasons why you might decide to end, uh, end a relationship with someone that you're dating. You, and, and, and to a lot of people's surprise, you don't even really have to have a reason. Uh, so one of the things that, that's important for us to do when we're breaking up with people appropriately, number one, by far and away, what I tell people is that it's important to thank them. Show them appreciation. And this is very counterintuitive to what a lot of people think when, it, when they think about breakups. Most of the time, People think that you have to hate the person or you have to be rude or you have to put that person in their place or whatever the case is. And again, we're talking about healthy breakups. We're not talking about where the person is a narcissist or the person is toxic or anything like that. But just when you just, you're just not feeling it, you just think that they're, they're just not, not the person for you, not the right person. And so what I tell people in my practice when I'm working with people on one-on-ones is thank them first, show them appreciation. When you show people appreciation, it does a couple of things. It puts you and that other person in a position of power, right? Rather than you saying like, I'm so sorry about this. When you say the words, I'm sorry, what happens is that all of a sudden you find you, you're making this and not saying that you're doing this intentionally, but you're making everything all about you. Now this person, even though you're the one breaking up with them, guess what? they are consoling you instead of saying thank you so much for the last three months thank you so much for the last six months or last six weeks i appreciate your time so much i will never forget when we went on this date when we went for dessert or when we went to this game you're putting you and that person in a position of power everyone loves being praised and everyone loves being appreciated and, and what you're doing is that you're acknowledging what they have given to that, to that relationship up until that point. They've given their time, they've given their attention, they've given uh, monetary value, they, they did it with good intentions. And so when we're telling people thank you, and also what happens is that we're not taking away their good qualities and we're not down, we're not bashing their good qualities. What happens oftentimes when people get ghosted or people have broken up with in a rude way, and you see this all over social media, is that oftentimes they start to become someone that they're not because they, they get really defensive because they're not understanding how they can present all these great qualities in the situation. And all, all of us have experienced this to an extent where we don't think that these things are appreciated by the person of the opposite sex, or maybe it's the same sex, depending on, on what your preference is. But, and then all of a sudden we don't present those great qualities in a new potential situation because we don't think that those things are appreciated. So guess what? Let's be the person who's different. Let's be the one who, who shows this person appreciation. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your effort. Thank you for, for taking me out. Thank you for uh, that, uh, going to that game with me and, and for whatever it is that they've done. Again, that puts, puts you and that person in a position of power.
So once we're done appreciating that person and we, and we, and we let them know, we, we have to be very direct about the fact that, guess what? We don't want to do this anymore. Now, when we are breaking up with the person and we're giving them this bad news, we just need to be very direct and we don't need to make it, guess what? This is where we don't make it about them. You're too goofy. You're stupid. You're this or that. Because guess what? Those are qualities that maybe another person might really actually enjoy. We're not going to talk about how their car is a, is a piece of shit or how dirty or messy their apartment is, right? Those are things that they need to figure out on their own, especially if we're early if we're early in, in, in what we're talking about here today is the dating in, in the dating scene, early in the relationship. Right. These are things that the that they need to pick up on themselves. This is where we actually take ownership. I don't see this going anywhere. I don't see this going any further than what this actually is. The other reason why we don't make it about certain quirks about them is that guess what that person is going to do as soon as you bring it up? Well, I'll just fix it. Well, I'll just start cleaning up. And they think that there's something that can be fixed or something on their end that can be done. And they think that they can resolve the issue by correcting the behavior when for you, oftentimes you're already turned off. Now, let's talk about this for a second because I'm addressing, I know a lot of people follow me, struggle with people-pleasing behavior and codependent behavior. When you do this and that person says, I'll correct the behavior, what do you do? Even though you don't like them, even though you're done with them, oftentimes people who struggle with people-pleasing and because we don't want to be the bad guy or the villain in their story, what happens is that we stay in relationships that we have no desire to be in. I've talked to a lot of people who are in relationships. They've been in relationships for years, sometimes five, six, 10 years that they had no desire to be in, but they didn't want to be the bad guy because the person offered to correct things and offered to fix things and offered, but they were already turned off. So we need to be true and honest to ourselves and we need to be true and honest to that person. And when we're, when we're giving the bad news, we need to accept responsibility. This isn't going anywhere for me. I don't see a future here. That's it. That's the only explanation that you need to give. Now, with all of this being said, we have to understand that this for them is going to hurt. It's going, it, it's going to be painful for them. Guess what? Nobody likes being rejected. But we have to understand that rejection is, you hear me say this all the time, rejection is your protection. And same thing for them. That if you are rejecting someone and if you are telling that person that you're no longer interested, it is 100% okay for that person to be hurt. It is 100% okay for that person to be sad. It is 100% okay for that person to be, uh, to be upset. This is what lets them know that they need to move on. You hear me say this all the time, but all of our feelings are valid. And this also includes for them too. Their feelings are valid. You don't need to console them. You don't need to make things right with them. You don't need to to pick them back up and tell them that they're going to meet someone else or anything like that. They need to feel those feelings and we need to allow for them to have those feelings. These are good, healthy, 
emotional boundaries allow for them to feel those feelings. Let's take this one step further. Oftentimes people will say the things like, we can still be friends. This is one of the, one of the uh, things that drives me up a fucking wall when it comes to the dating scene. We have to understand that when we're breaking up with someone, it doesn't mean, and, and keep in mind, again, we're not talking about narcissism or abusive people today. We're just specifically talking about the dating scene. If this person has been good, nice, someone that you met online, you're just not feeling it, it's, we have to understand that you, you're breaking up, right? You're ending things. But we're also not going to be friends. It doesn't mean that you have created a new enemy, but it also means that we're not necessarily friends. Let's talk about the difference. So if we're staying, if we tell this person we can still be friends, what do you think is going to happen? Most, most people have been through this situation before. Now, that, now we've laid out an expectation that this person is going to be able to hang out with us still. They can still come over. They can, we can, we're still going to go over with them. We're still going to go to that wedding or whatever event that we, whatever event that we said. And we also have to accept the fact that we're ending things again. And what happens is that when we say that we, we can just still be friends, this person thinks that they know, still have a foot in the door. They still think that there's something that they can do to win you back over or to win your kids back over. And what happens, and we have to remember, why are we breaking up with this person? we are no longer interested. And so what happens is that that when we say when we say language like we can still be friends and that sort of thing, then what happens is that this has the potential of becoming problematic when you do move on, when you do find someone that is good and that is healthy. How many of us and you can comment down below, how many of you have entered into a new relationship with someone only to find out that they had all these people that they previously dated. Some of them weren't serious. Some of them may have been a little bit more serious that they were all just happened to just be friends. A lot of, a lot of problems that people have in the dating scene is because they're not ending things properly with people. Be the bad guy. It's okay to be the bad guy or the villain in other people's story. It's okay for them to accept that pain and that, that we're, we're not friends or we're not going to be hanging out. And what, what, so what do I mean when I say we're, not friends, but you didn't create a new enemy. If you see them out, if you just happen to be out and they're on a date and you're on a date, wave at them, buy them a drink, buy them a shot or whatever, right? Introduce yourself, introduce your, your new partner or your date or whatever the case is. You're not enemies, but you're also not friends. And what's going to happen is that these are very clear cut boundaries, not only for yourself, not only for your potential new partner, but also for their partner, because guess what? You also don't want to be that person who's lingering around, who their, who their new person eventually is questioning what's going on, who are you, why are you calling, all of that type of stuff. Let's begin, let's begin to be the, the person who's ending things properly and ending things appropriately. And what's going to happen is that you're going to start to notice that when, you, when you're on the dating scene, that you're also going to attract the same type of people who are ending things appropriately, who are very direct who are, uh, who are providing the necessary structure and who are not leading you on, right? Because we have to understand that even though other people's emotions are not our responsibility, it is our responsibility to make sure that we're very clear about our feelings and about the direction that we're taking our life 
And if we're not interested, we need to be very firm and very direct about that with with the person that we're ending things with. So with all that being said, thank you guys very much. This is the Matt Pfeiffer Experience. You guys have a great rest of your day. Dream big, pop a song we dream big, cause all we take with us is a new thing.